and see if you can find your mastermind. That's people, you know, that you're going to meet with every single week that you respect, that they bring different strengths to the table. You're going to hold each other accountable and really make things happen. I just met with my accountability team this morning. It's always a great time. It's always a great talk. We always, you know, make sure that we're holding each other accountable and going forward. I'm soon going to launch a mastermind of my own. And I absolutely think it really, really galvanizes you to move forward and get success and breakthroughs. This is Ari Mizell from lessdoing.com. And you're listening to my friend Ash Roy on the Productive Insights Podcast. Welcome to the Productive Insights Podcast, where you can learn how to systemize, automate, and scale your business via the internet. To access previous episodes and useful productivity tips, go to www.productiveinsights.com. Now, here's your host, Ash Roy. Hello there. This is Ash Roy, the founder of ProductiveInsights.com, with a quick message for you. If you'd like to grow your business profitably and fast, head over to getmetodone.com where you can learn more about the Productive Insights membership program, which is designed to help you grow your business profitably and fast. We help you get clear on your target audience and create an irresistible offer around the specific problem that you solve for your audience. Once we've established an offer that's a good fit for your audience, We then help you to scale your business using marketing automation, which means you spend less time working and more time enjoying the fruits of your labor. If you'd like to learn more, head over to getmetodone.com right now and take that first step towards your business success and your time freedom. I hope you enjoy this episode and get a ton of value from it. I look forward to seeing you at getmetodone.com. Hello, everyone. Today's guest is no stranger to this podcast. I've hosted his partner, Kate Erickson, in episode seven of this podcast series. He's been featured on Inc.com, Time Magazine, and on Forbes.com. In fact, he was featured earlier today on Forbes.com at the time of this recording, which is the 6th of August, 2015. I'm thrilled to welcome John Lee Dumas, the founder of Entrepreneur on Fire, also known as the Podfather. Welcome, John. Great to have you. Ash, it is amazing to be here, my friend. Thank you for the kind words. And I can safely say that I am prepared to ignite. <laughs> well, set us on fire, man. <laughs> All right, John, let's talk about podcasting. And I would like to get your view on why podcasting is so important to business success. In fact, in June 2015, your business clocked up $388,000 in revenue, of which $290,000 was net profit, which is not bad for a podcast that kicked off in September 2012. Wow. So could you talk to us a little bit about how you've driven such high levels of revenue and even more impressively of profit? I'm an accountant by background, so I'm particularly interested in profit. Absolutely. Because, you know, you can generate a ton of revenue as a business, but what are you actually putting in your back pocket? Like, what are you actually clearing after all the expenses are gone? And that's one thing that I love about Entrepreneur on Fire is it is such a profit margin healthy business where, you know, in the month of May, we did $525,000 and, you know, over wow. 410000 of that was net profit. You know, you just don't see that in wow. your typical industries and your traditional corporations. You just don't see that kind of profit margin. So we're really proud of what we've created. And, you know, we're really cr- proud of the direction we're taking Entrepreneur on Fire. And, you know, podcasting in general, Ash, to kind of answer your question directly is it's such a 
amazing and intimate way to build a connection with another person. And when that can be magnified across a platform like a podcast with iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud, and that you can actually reach the world. I mean, my podcast gets listened to in over 145 countries every single day. You know, when you have that kind of leverage and voice, that real connection with one person turns into real connections with tens of hundreds of thousands as your show grows. And in fact, EO Fire gets over 1 million listens every single month. And that number just continues to grow as the podcast grows in general. So podcasting is unique for that reason. You can build an intimate connection. You know, I just keynoted podcast movement here in Fort Worth, Texas. Yes, I watched that. It was recorded and put on Periscope by Pat Flynn. So thank you, Pat, if you're Thank listening. you, Pat. Well, you know, what was great about that, though, is that it's just such a great conference. And I had so many people coming up to me and they were saying, John, love Entrepreneur on Fire, listen all the time. And it's just crazy to me because I feel like I know you. Does that sound weird? And my answer is always, no, that doesn't sound weird because I get it. Because I feel like I know other podcasters who I listen to, who I've never met. And that's why podcasting is such a awesome niche and such a valuable medium to connect with people on because it's such an intimate connection. And you were saying in the podcast movement that sound is the first thing that we hear even before we are born, which is why it's really hardwired into us. And I completely agree with that. But let's just jump into this profit figure a little bit. So you earn a huge amount of profit and the $388,000 in June, for example, that was invoice total. That means that you actually build $388,000 in that month. And you, after all the refunds and expenses, you had $290,000 in clean profit. Exactly. Wow. That's fantastic because from my knowledge of business, typically 20% profit is a good profit right. margin. And this is like, you know, massive. And you've grown your podcast from zero downloads in September 2012 to over a million downloads per month. Is that right? That is correct. Well done. So can you talk to us about where podcasting is headed in terms of content marketing as a medium over the next three to five years and what impact do you see to having on business profitability? I personally think every business should consider having a podcast because it is such a powerful medium. It can be consumed while people are exercising, while they're doing the laundry, whatever. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it and where do you see it heading, particularly with all these cars rolling off the production lines with Apple Play built into them? So I do kind of want to go back to an earlier point that you made about my talk of podcast movement real quick. And, and it's exactly what I did say on stage. You know, I, I didn't use the word sound though. I said, before we're even born, you know, we connect with voice. You know, voice is the yes, first yes. thing that we hear, you know, as we're being formed in our mother's belly. Even before we enter this world, we connect with voices. And that's why podcasting is so powerful because it's you connecting with a voice. And that's such a powerful thing. And that never goes away for us. Never, never goes away. And so to answer your specific question about like, where's podcasting going? You know, only time will tell for sure. But the thing that I love about podcasting is a special niche that it fills that can't be filled by other things. The reality is this, like there's always going to be another Instagram, another YouTube, another Snapchat, another Periscope, another Meerkat. These things are always going to be coming out, replacing each other, improving off each other. But guess what? You cannot consume those things when you are driving the car, you know, when you are doing the dishes at your sink, you know, when you are walking your dog along the bay. You can't be doing those things, but you can be listening to a podcast. So podcasting is going to fit a very special niche that I don't see going away anytime soon. It's a great way that people can, can connect 
with the type of content that they want to connect with, when they want to connect with it, and where they want to. And that's why, to piggyback off of what you're saying, I mean, I absolutely agree that businesses need to be in podcasting because it's a place that they can actually become real, that they can connect mm. with their potential clients, with their listeners, with their fans and followers in a real way. And to me, there's just nothing mm. that's more important than that than connecting in a real way. And businesses, you know, you have to step out from behind that desk. You have to really say, this is us. We are authentic. We are being transparent. We want to be known, liked, and trusted by you. And if you're going to get that no like, and trust, you have to have some kind of voice, some kind of way to connect with your audience. And podcasting can be that voice. I know with your story, which is a fascinating story, you started off in the military, you wanted to be a lawyer, your father was a lawyer, and you decided to take the less beaten path and do your own thing, and you eventually ended up in podcasting, and you really made a go of it. So you're probably one of the best people to talk about main challenges that people face in podcasting and how they can overcome it. One, of course, is joining Podcasters Paradise, of which I'm a member, and it's a great resource. But what are the biggest things, obstacles people face? So by far the biggest obstacles that people face is fear. It's doubt in themselves. It's just not believing that they have a voice, that they have a mission, that they have a message that they can and should be sharing with the world. You know, they see that there's people like myself and like Pat Flynn and Tim Ferriss who are having a podcast and they're saying, oh, well, those guys are probably covering everything. Like, why do I need to, you know, why, how could I fit in? How could I start a podcast and, and compete with that? But the reality is this, you are an individual that has an individual, unique voice. You have an authentic message and you are going to resonate with people that I, Pat Flynn, Tim Ferriss will never resonate with because they're just not going to resonate with us for any number of reasons. The personalities aren't going to click X, Y, Z. People are going to resonate with you, Ash, much more so than they'll resonate with me in certain areas and then vice versa as well. You know, we are both going to be growing our own audiences. And that's really important for the listener to realize that, hey, don't be scared, you know, that you are going to be different. Don't be scared that your voice or your personality is unique. That's something to be excited about. So break through that fear, break through that imposter syndrome and say, I have a unique personality. I have a unique message to share. And I am going to share it with the world and attract those people to me who resonate with, with this. And there's going to be a very unique and powerful set of people that resonate with your message, with your mission, with your voice. I know that you too faced some challenges in a similar vein before you got started. And you shared the story about how Jamie Tardy, your mentor, said to you, you've got to launch by a specific date. That's what got you going. And you've never looked back since. So if one of the most prolific podcasters faced the same fears and overcame them, anyone listening to this podcast should feel completely comfortable about accepting their fears and moving forward anyway. Agreed. Okay. So could you take us a little bit through your story, John, how you started off in the military and then in the corporate world, law school, and then you found your own path in podcasting? Absolutely. So, you know, for me, my story started off in Maine, you know, very small town, grew up there, really, really, um, you know, non-crazy childhood. Went to college on a Army ROTC scholarship. So I spent the next eight years post-college as an officer in the U.S. Army with a 13-month tour of duty in Iraq. You know, and then I was just like, you know, what's next after my, after my military time? And so I tried a bunch of different things. I went to law school, quit after one semester, commercial real estate, corporate finance, you name it, I was doing it. And I was failing over and over and over again. I was failing at these different career paths, these different opportunities. And I couldn't 
figure out why. Looking back on it now, Ash, it's so obvious. I didn't have the passion. I didn't have the excitement in any of it. But the, the sad thing was I didn't have passion for anything. Like I just, I couldn't find something to pour my energy and my heart into. And that was distressing. But, you know, then I started listening to podcasts and to, to reading books and to listening to audiobooks, And and my mindset started to shift and it started to open my, my mind up to different ideas. And that's finally when my aha moment did come when I said, man, there isn't a seven day a week podcast out there that's interviewing entrepreneurs. In fact, there's really only once a week podcasts at most. Like there's just not even podcasts that are doing multiple per week. Like I want to be that person that's filling that void that I think is out there. You know, to take a quote from Gandhi, like I want it to be the change that I wish to see in the world. So there I was, you know, just at this decision point of, do I keep complaining about something that I wish existed or do I actually just shut up and create it? I decided to take the latter approach and we launched back in September of 2012. You know, we just hit our 1000th episode and we are consistently getting over 1 million listens per month and uh, generating a pretty wow. hefty, uh, hefty paycheck as well as, uh, as we talked about already. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Let's talk a little bit about actions or quick wins a listener can take to get started with podcasting. I personally use a Blueberry plugin, but I know that you use Lipson. The reality is this. The podcast, you just need a computer or something similar, smartphone, tablet. You just need a microphone of decent quality, and you just need some recording and editing um, software. And from that point, like you are off to the races. You know, You record that episode. Then you can upload it to your media host. You use Blueberry. I use Libsyn. I'm a company that I love and recommend. I'm actually, I've also launched another company um, that's a competitor to both called Podcast Websites. Um, and Podcast okay. Websites is your all-in-one podcasting solution when you want a, a website, media hosting, stats, 24-7 WordPress support, all in one place. That's podcastwebsites.com, so you can check that out as well. So we love what we have going on with podcast websites. I'm a big fan of Libsyn. They've been great, and they will continue to be so. And it's just a great space out there. And once you've hosted that media on your media host, then you're just submitting your RSS feed to, to iTunes, and you're off to the races. It's really that simple. Okay. What's Libsyn's reporting like? I'm not very happy with the reporting I have from Blueberry, particularly in terms of finding out what podcasts have been downloaded on a particular day, for example. Is Libsyn quite good with their report? It's amazing. I mean, I have nine shows right now on my one account for Libsyn and they're all broken out individually. I can tell you the exact number of listens I got. I can tell you from, from the country to the state to the town, all the wow. way dialed down. I can tell you which device people use from an Android to an iPhone. I can tell you if they use the tablet. I can tell you if they which apps they're listening to from their smartphone if they're not using the podcast app on your iPhone. It's unbelievable. It's, yeah. it's all the way down. There's, there's grass, there's charts, there's, buy, there's a pie charts. It's, it's, it's incredible. Cool. Now, you've influenced Pat Flynn quite a lot in his podcasting. I think after he's watched your success, he's actually grown his podcast quite a bit. Could you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. So, you know, Pat was somebody that I really looked up to back before I launched my entrepreneurial journey. His podcast is one of the podcasts that I loved but also complained about because he was only doing two a month at the time. I was like, yeah. I need more content than this. Like, so I need somebody who's going to come out with, you know, at least once a week, you know, preferably more. So Pat was one of the people that inspired me that said, hey, there's <laughs> got to be somebody that's going to do this more often. And I want to be that person. So 
I launched a seven day a week podcast. You know, it was a crazy idea. And a lot of people like kind of wrote me off for uh, for dead, but you know, it kind of picked up yeah. steam and, and I had a lot of success. And you've just done your thousandth episode. And I just had my thousandth episode. So it's been a success and, you know, and it was picking up a lot of steam, but people were still kind of questioning it. But Pat saw the benefit of it, you know, which is that every single day, I now have a guest that is sharing Entrepreneur on Fire with their audience every single day. And that compound effect is just there. And it's that consistency, that no like, and trust factor. I mean, I am in people's earbuds every single day if they so choose. You know, so Pat launched his daily podcast five days a week called Ask Pat. So he technically has now a six-day-a-week show because he has one a week for smart passive income, which he upped from two a month to, to one a week. And then um, he launched Ask Pat, which is five days a week. And he, that's where he answers a question and uh, lets people go to town on that. So a lot of cool stuff. I'm glad that I could have inspired Pat to share a little yeah. more of his voice, you know, with the world because he's got a great voice. He's got a great message. He's got a great business mind. Yeah. And a lot of people are now benefiting from it. Cool. And I like the strategy because it really engages the audience. He gets the audience to ask a question and then he answers it. And so they create the content to some extent and it's very interactive. So it's a great idea. Yeah, I love it. Okay. John, could you talk to us a little bit about books that have most inspired you or moved you in business or in your personal life and why? Yeah, I'd say by far the two biggest books would be The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, followed by The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. I love those two books because they speak to the importance of getting the small wins done every single day. They might feel like they're small. They might feel like you're doing insignificant things. But if you're doing the right things every single day, no matter how small they are, it will add up to something big down the line. You will have you turn your slight edge into a massive edge. You will turn what you're doing every day and you will compound it into great success down the line. Both books just share that so eloquently. I, I love them both. I've reread them numerous times. And I think they're critical for uh, entrepreneurs who are just starting that need that reinforcement that yes, what you are doing matters. Do it right every single day. Cool. And my last question is, what advice do you have for entrepreneurs who are looking to get started today? Not just in podcasting, but just getting a business going from scratch. You need to look to people who are right now where you want to be. Look at people who you know, like, and trust, who you respect, who you look up to that are where you want to be. Now, let's use an example. When I launched, Richard Branson would not have been a good mentor. He is not where that I wanted to be. I did not want to own an airline. I don't want to run a music company. That's not a good mentor for me, but I instead found a good mentor for me. Somebody who was where I wanted to be. And I reached out right. to her you know, I said, hey, I am looking to, to start a business podcast. I need a business podcast mentor, somebody who knows the ropes. Let's make this happen. And it was absolutely integral for me, for the connections that I made, for the relationships that I built, for the knowledge that I was able to get, all huge in every single area. Now, be bold. Make this list. Reach out to these people who you think, you know, would be perfect mentors for you because fortune favors the bold. And yes, you might very likely get a no, but that's okay. It's okay to get a no because when people reach out to me to mentor them, I do say no, but I say, here's a great podcast mentor for you. I know that this person would be wonderful. You know, I'm happy to do a personal intro and you know, you can do a 15, a free 15 minute call with them and be off to the races. So that's critical. Fortune favors the bull. Another thing is 
really get in there and see if you can find your mastermind. That's people, you know, that you're going to meet with every single week that you respect, that they bring different strengths to the table. You're going to hold each other accountable and really make things happen. I just met with my accountability team this morning. It's always a great time. It's always a great talk. We always, you know, make sure that we're holding each other accountable and going forward. So, couple things that I would definitely say is critical at the beginning. I totally agree. I'm soon going to launch a mastermind of my own. And I absolutely think it really, really galvanizes you to move forward and get success and breakthroughs. So how does a listener get in contact with you or find out more about you if they would like to? So Ash, all the magic happens at eofire.com. I would love for people to check us out there. Uh, You know, that's where our free trainings are. We have the free podcast training. We have the free webinar training. Uh, we have an awesome newsletter that I'd love for people to check out because I send out some pretty cool emails from there. Um, and, you know, that's just where we have all of our stuff. So that's our headquarters. That's where we have a lot of fun. And I'd love to see people there. Well, I'll definitely put that in the show notes. So thank you so much for being on the podcast, John. It's been an absolute honor to have you. Ash, it's been great. Thanks, bud. Likewise. Thanks for listening to the Productive Insights Podcast. You can find all the links in the show notes below this episode on ProductiveInsights.com. You can also ask questions in the comment section that Ash personally answers. How can Ash help you today? 